Shri Vishnu Sahasranama, name 814, Kundara. Now hearing this, you might think, Kunda, oh, something to do with Radha Kund, Shama Kund. No, actually it's not. In Sanskrit, as in most modern in Indian languages today, there's na and da are different letters to na and da. So when we say kundara, it's not the same as in kunda. You have to know some very basics of Indian languages to understand this. Anyway, the meaning that Parashara Bhatta gives to this name is the bestower of the highest knowledge, the, the, the bestower of knowledge on the transcendental platform, knowledge that leads, knowledge beyond this world, knowledge that leads to liberation from this world, knowledge of the supreme reality. And because Vishnu gives this knowledge, he is known as Kundara. As he famously states, Paritranaya Sadhunam. He delivers the saintly people. He comes to this world to deliver the saintly people. One way he does this is by Vinashayata Chadushkutam, destroying the envious people. But another major way that he uplifts the pious people is by giving them spiritual knowledge. He comes to save the Vedas as Matsya and Hayagriva, and he speaks spiritual knowledge very famously as Krishna in Bhagavad Gita. And we find in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna directly tells Arjuna, I'm giving you this knowledge by which you will understand the higher principle, maya saktamanaf partha yogam yunjanmarashraya asangshayang samagrang mangyatag yasasi tajchunu. Krishna tells Arjuna in the beginning of the seventh chapter that just you listen to me, listen carefully with your mind attached to me. In yoga, you become attached to me in yoga and I will give you that knowledge by which, Maya Saktamana Yoga, uh, by which you will become free from all doubts. And what is that not? Jnanam te hamsa vijnanam idam vaksham yasheshataha yajgatva nehabuyo nejgatavyama vasishate. And Krishna says, I will give you that all knowledge and realization by which understanding which there'll be nothing left to know. I'm going to tell you everything. So he tells Arjuna, I'm giving you this knowledge. Arjuna came to the battlefield to fight. He was already done his duty as a Gurukul student, learning how to fight. He had heard so many things in the forest. He would, Yudhishthir had the penchant for listening from great rishis, and Arjuna would naturally also hear. He already heard so many things, but Krishna, speaking Bhagavad Gita, 
brought all the Vedic knowledge of which Arjuna was not ignorant, but he crystallized it. He put it in clear focus. Uh, elsewhere in Gita, we find Krishna speaking in a general way about his devotees. Te sham satata yogtanam bhajatam priti purvakam dadami buddhi yogam tam yenamam upayanti te. Krishna says to those who are devoted to me and worship me with, with love, I give the knowledge, uh, well, actually, buddhi yogam, I, I give them that, that realization by which they can come to me. So Krishna gives the highest knowledge. Uh, another uh, understanding of this, a nuanced understanding, is that he, Vishnu, is called Kundara because he dissolves or eliminates the sins accumulated over many lives. Uh, we find in Gita also that Krishna says by by jnana, that uh, the it, it burns to ashes all the sinful reactions. Uh, and of course, famously, Krishna at the end of Gita says, if you just surrender to me, then, I will deliver you from all sinful reactions. So Krishna can do that. And therefore he's known as Kundara, who can just dissolve the sins. He can do just by his desiring to do so, and he does so by giving us uh, Bhagavad Gita, Jnanagni Dagda Karmanam, both the pious and the impious activities, the results of them are destroyed by the fire of transcendental knowledge. Uh, so we can take advantage of that even now. Krishna very kindly spoke Bhagavad Gita and the Acharyas in the Vaishnava Parampara, they continue to speak Bhagavad Gita and give us the knowledge of Bhagavad Gita. Uh, Krishna can just say, okay, you'll be free from sin, but he, he does it by giving us knowledge by which we can be fixed in proper conduct, in surrender to him. Otherwise, we can clear the sins away, but again we'll sin. And this is discussed in the beginning of the sixth canto of the Bhagavatam, where it's said that one can be freed of sinful reactions by prayaschitta, by performing purificatory activities, but the desire to sin continues. And even if one acquires theoretical knowledge, still deep in the heart, the desire to act in this world for illusory self-improvement, uh, it's very difficult to clear that out. But kechit kevalaya bhaktya vasudeva parayana However, pure devotional service, which is rare, but if that arises in the heart, then it's just like the fog being cleared away by the sun. It's completely cleared away. So Krishna very kindly gives knowledge of pure devotional service by which 
one is freed from all suffering. That Srila Rupa Goswami has analyzed this in the beginning of his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. The book is a treatise on pure devotional service. And in the beginning of the book, he establishes what is pure devotional service. Why should, why should you be interested? Why should you read this book? And he's at the beginning of the book, he establishes why. What are the benefits you get? And the first is Klesha Agni. By even beginning in pure devotional service, one is freed from all distresses. And Rupa Goswami goes on to analyze that distress is caused by sin, sin is caused by ignorance. So Kundara, Krishna gives knowledge of who we are, who is God, namely himself, what is our relationship, how to act in that relationship, how to develop that relationship, how to become established in this relationship, and in this way, uh, by giving knowledge, atmagyan, knowledge of ourselves and of God, he is kundara, who gives transcendental knowledge, uh, which eliminates all sin and establishes us in the transcendental position. Satyadevo Vashishta, another commentator, those who are listening to this series of talks will have heard his name many times. He gives us one of the meanings, something very similar. But remember that how these different interpretations of the names are given, it's not just arbitrary, but you have to, you have to take the elements of the, of the names. Uh, ku, uh, the, the first letter, Ku, can be in, then, then, uh, then the second part, so you have or Kunda and then Ra. So it can be split up in various ways and understood in various ways. Um, so Satyadeva Vashishta, analyzing the word in a different way, means by grammatical, Sanskrit grammatical understanding, inspired by Sarasvati, the servant of the Supreme Lord, uh, he has found out the meaning, a very similar meaning, but derived in a different way, that who tears apart, tears apart the sins of the devotees by which, and when the sins are cleared away, then we can see, we have the knowledge becomes manifest. When the, when the sinful thoughts are removed from the mind, then pure knowledge automatically manifests. Shankaracharya gives a very beautiful explanation. Kunda. Kunda is the name of a very beautiful flower, very common in India up to the present time. And Shankaracharya gives the uh, understanding of this name Kundara, he who bestows benefits that are beautiful and pleasing, as is the Kunda flower. The very next name in Vishnu Sahasranama is simply Kunda. So I won't get into too much analysis of the, the word Kunda just here, because that will come up in the next name. But he, Kundara means he who gives that which is so pleasant, so pleasing, and just like the 
Kunda flower is pleasant to see, pleasant to smell. Everything about it is very pleasant. So he gives that which is very agreeable, which is himself. He gives himself. He is Kunda, that's the next name, and he gives himself, and he is very pleasing, enjoyable, satisfying to the heart. He is satisfying to the heart even of those who are satisfied at heart. As we know from the famous verse, Atma Ramas Charmunyo Negranta Apyurukrame Kurvantya Haitukin Bhaktim Itambhuta Guno Harehe. Even those who are fully satisfied within themselves by dint of transcendental knowledge and transcendental realization, they become attracted to Krishna because of his transcendental qualities. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu analyzed this verse in 61 ways. And he, after explaining it in 61 ways, he said, actually, there are unlimited ways it can be explained. Another meaning is that he, Kundara, accepts offerings which are pure like the Kunda flowers. So from this we can understand that offerings should be made to Krishna which are very pure. Uh, that means our attitude should be pure. We should offer clean, fresh fruits, flowers, everything to Krishna. Prayatatmanaha in the verse, Patrang Pushpang, Palam Taryam Yome Bhakta Prayachati, Tadahang Bhakti Paharitam Ashnami Prayatatmanaha. The, the Krishna says, if one offers me with love and devotion, a leaf, a flower, fruit, or water, I will accept it. So the Acharyas have explained the word Prayatatmanaha as meaning following the proper prescribed rules for offering. So bhakti is required, that attitude is required, but one should follow the proper rules, offer clean foods, which Krishna likes, properly prepared, and so on. And, and most important of all is that we should offer with purity of mind. But even if our mind isn't fully pure, the motivation to offer to Krishna that I must offer to Krishna, that in itself is a tremendously pure motive compared to the motive of let me just enjoy it myself. That's why it's very, very important we should always offer whatever we eat to Krishna. Uh, don't just take it for ourselves. That even if we're not fully pure, if we stick to this principle of offer everything to Krishna, we will become purified because Krishna is fully pure. And our purity lies in simply accepting our position of subordination and service to Krishna. So we can do that by offering everything to Krishna, and then Krishna, Kundara, will very kindly accept that. And then another meaning derived from this is that the Kunda flower itself is a flower which Krishna is very fond of. So Krishna is very pleased to accept offerings of that flower by his devotees. Another meaning from Madhvacharya's writings, 
Uh, this is not exactly from his commentary on the Vishnu Sahasranam, but from elsewhere for in his Dwadasha Stotra. He describes that the Supreme Lord, his face is just like the moon and his smile is as pleasing as the Kunda flower. So yeah, we'll speak more about the Kunda flower in the next, Krishna willing, when we come to discuss the next name, which is Kunda. Then we heard Satyadeva Vashishta talking about tearing apart the sins. So in this name, Kundara, it can be interpreted to mean tearing apart. So another understanding given by Shankaracharya is that he, in his appearance as Varaha, he tore apart Hiranyaksha. And also can be said that he pierced the earth. He, he took, in, in searching for Hiranyaksha, trying to find, he pierced the earth and lifted up the earth. Uh, we'll have an elaborate description of Varahadev in the name Vaikana, which comes up at 987. That may be a few years before I get round to that, Krishna willing, if I am able to get through to that. Now also, tearing apart the earth, uh, Satyadeva Vashishta, he gives the understanding that the oceans were created by tearing apart the earth. Now, if we study uh, geology, then we'll learn it's, it's not Bhagawan tearing apart the earth. There are, different, uh, there are different continental shelves and tectonic plates and the, the, the levels of the earth shift and then the, and the, the oceans are formed and it appears that Africa and South America were one time like in a jigsaw puzzle. Looks like they were joined, so the South Pacific Ocean wouldn't have been there. But we should know, even if, and we don't have to reject the ideas of the geologists, even if we accept that, but ultimately it's all being done by the Supreme Lord. He brings into being everything in the material world and he oversees it. Everything, moving and non-moving. He's the cause of all causes. So he's the original cause, but... It's some theologians want to say that, well, okay, Big Bang, but God made the Big Bang. Even if you want to take that, it's not just he's, it's not like deism. There's a, there's a Western philosophical school, not very prominent now. It was quite prominent at the time of the founding of the United States of America. The idea that, well, God created the world and then he just kind of withdrew. But no, he's, he oversees everything. So, yeah, 
He tore apart the oceans. He tore apart the earth so that the oceans can, uh, the water can rush in like that. Uh, another meaning that Satyadeva Vashishta gives is he gives that which is sought or desired. Whatever you want, you can get. There's a new agey idea that whatever you want, you can get. Uh, that's true. It's not so simple and straightforward that if you just meditate on something, it'll just pop out. But if one meditates on something, then eventually one will get the opportunity to get that. Peshash Kritanyai, this is called. It's the understanding of the the wasp is uh, captures some other creature, and then the other creature, by meditating in fear on the wasp, becomes just like the wasp. So, in this way, that which we meditate upon, we get that eventually. So, by the grace of the Supreme Lord. It may not be in exactly the way that we desire. One may desire to be a very prominent leader and dominate others. And that desire may be fulfilled in a future life. But if one, one doesn't have the karma to be a leader of men, he may be a leader of a pack of dogs in the street. Be careful what we desire. He gives that which is desired or sought for. Nityo nityanam chaitanas chaitananam eko bahunam yo kaman. He is conscious as we are conscious. He is eternal as we are eternal. And he fulfills the desires of all others. So that's another meaning of Kundara. He gives us everything. Food, light, heat, water, happiness, distress. Everything comes from him ultimately. Uh, what does he ask for from us? Simply a leaf, flower, fruit or water. But actually he's asking for love. He's looking for the love. When he says, Patrang pushpang palang toyam yome bhaktya prayachati tarahum bhakti uparita mashnami prayatatmanaha the word twice comes in this word, bhakti, as he's looking for that. He comes to this world looking for that. He doesn't come to this world look, looking for leaves, flowers, fruit, or water. He comes to this world looking for us. Loving search for the lost servant. That is Krishna. He's so kind. He's so beautiful. He is kundara. And in the next name, we'll hear more about this uh, very similar name, Kunda. Vancha kalpa tarubhyas charki pasindubhya evicha patita nam padarebhya vaishnavi nyanamogalana. Dante nidhaya chunakam padiyane patya kritvacha kakushutametana avnavi. He sadhava sakala eva vihayadarat. Goranga chandra char. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna.